This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. I'll give you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. That was uh, I was not expecting that one today. Um, I just found out like right before I came. That's kind of why I was a little late getting everything together. Yeah, Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, were you joking or who died? Like, did someone die? <sighs> Eddie Van Halen died today. Passed away at 65 from uh, cancer. I know the name. What part of what uh, band was he? Though I know he's a rock band, but I'm sorry, I'm, I'm very bad at when it comes to legendary rock stars. I really, I really am. Like I, I he's a, me as I found out who Alice Cooper was yesterday. So that's, that's how exciting. Bad, that's how bad I am. That's how bad I am, though. Sorry, like, uh, uh, it's like me talking uh, celebrities shit, or actors and you know actresses. I don't know any of that shit. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. That's and, fair enough. Yeah. But, Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen was one quarter of the band Van Halen with David Lee Roth, uh, Alex Van Halen, Michael Anthony. Um, yeah, that one kind of sucks. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm usually. I'm, I'm definitely disappointed, bummed out when I see you know uh, popular folks pass away. But I know uh, Eddie had had uh, at least another bout of tongue cancer a couple of years ago, and 
Yeah, my dad was a huge fan of his growing up, and he was uh, uh, quite influential in my upbringing and everything. I had Van Halen posters on the wall and all that shit, and he was he was a shit. You know, glad I got yeah. to see him a couple times, and um, and he died of cancer too, huh? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, fucking the greatest guitar player from probably 1975 to 1985, and then after that, he sucked. Right, right before you said that, too, too much. Like, like all the photos I'm looking up right now, he's holding a guitar. <laughs> like every single photo. Yeah. There's no photo without a guitar. <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, like metal guitar players when they start doing the crazy tapping on the. Uh... I don't know Have if you ever seen that or not, but uh, it, I've never seen him do the. And then a five second gap. Oh, he's talking about uh, tapping on a fretboard, like I've seen that before. I didn't know what to call it, but yeah, I've he seen pretty that. much um, made that his his trademark, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say he invented invented it, correct? But, um, he popularized it, but, yeah, for sure. He did it real better than anybody else. Arguing over who invented this and that, and I'm like. I'm sorry, you guys. It was all invented like a hundred years ago, anyways. But whatever. <laughs> like Obama yeah. said, you didn't build that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you build the guitar, then I don't care what you invented. <laughs> you, didn't write, you didn't write that song. You didn't. Build that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, I really yeah, didn't know that music. <laughs> when they were coming up in the early days, he would play with his back to the audience when he started doing all the finger tapping just to kind of add to the mystery of like, you know, how he was producing these sounds and wowing the audience with this ability to shred your face off. <laughs> um, Cause like, uh, what's her name today though? Uh, what's her name? Uh, she's sort of a faceless artist, but not really. Uh, Saya, Saya does that. She performs all her, uh, concerts with her back to the audience. She doesn't want to face. <laughs> She's, she's sort of like Daft Punk, except she just uses her hair and whatever else she has to hide her face. But it's the same gimmick, you know what I mean? <laughs> or gorillas. It almost, it kind of sounds like uh, what, uh, oh my God, Maynard, Maynard from Tool does. The lead singer, he'll, uh, he'll perform, but requests no spotlights on him. He'll never go into any sort of... Yeah, it's like an intentional, I don't want you to know me or recognize the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's definitely a unique looking dude. You know, you can pick him out if you know who you're looking at. I think um, if you love someone's art, you're going to know them. Like, I'm sorry, it, it, even if Bob Ross didn't perform on PBS or whatever network it was you know doing all those painting uh, paintings every year every day so to speak yeah you would still know who the fuck bob ross is because you love him if you love someone you're gonna know them like that's it. right <laughs> well it's, it's the same it's the same mentality for the guys like guar you know yeah they all... i don't know either one of their faces like honestly because i only saw them one time and i've never done a bio google search on them ever like, for all I know, one of them could be my neighbor. <laughs> <I'll never know. laughs> I would be excited for you if that was the case. Dang it. Right, like, that's like my only cool rock star story is like I tell everyone I've only been to one heavy metal concert and it was Guar. 
and it was two months before the lead singer died. And everyone's just like, man, I'm kind of jealous. That was a really good fucking concert to go to. Yeah. <laughs> That's your only heavy metal band to ever go see? Well... I, I, I get like a combination of like, that's awesome and fuck you. Because <laughs> I don't appreciate them the way I should. But I did while I was there, at least. Like, they're fantastic. I, I have nothing yeah. to do they're, they're great. They, they definitely uh, give their fans an experience. I know that. <laughs> um, well, Mike, thank you for playing that clip there at the beginning. I, I, I definitely wanted to start out saying something there about Eddie. Uh, he will be missed, but you know, maybe he'll pass along his ethereal talent to the next guy and we like, can yeah. get a new virtuoso. Absolutely. Like I said, um, growing up, he was, he was, I, he, I, I idolized him and so did many of my friends and everything in that guitar God sense. And then, and then even, I was still young enough to not understand how bad Sammy Hagar was with the band right at first. I hated Eddie Van Halen before that for a very long time. And then, you know, well, hates a hates a not the right word, you know. Right, 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 right. right. I, I feel like in other topics it's not, but with rock and roll, you can say you hate someone. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think of it like you're. You think they're evil either, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it's rock and roll. Like you could say you hate someone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then he, and then I, I was getting over it. You know, it's like okay, you know, whatever. They're, they're they did like uh, some reunion tours where they did one with Dave and Sammy, and then they, you know, did one uh, way on uh, later. And I was hell. I was like, okay, they're coming back with uh, David Lee Roth. Van Halen, just Van Halen. And I was like, this is going to be the shit. And I'm going to buy a ticket. You know, it's going to be, it's gonna probably be a couple hundred bucks or whatever. Who cares? But, you know, it's the original lineup. And what Eddie did, fucking got in a pissing match with uh, Michael Anthony and kicked him out and had his son Wolfgang play bass. So yeah. I was like, that sucks. So fuck that. I'm not going. And I don't care. It was my sister went and it was like, that's the greatest show ever, you know, and it probably was, but <laughs> I have fucking standards. There was something, uh, as far as I know, up yours. <laughs> as far as I know, this is the only occurrence that I've heard of, of a band doing this. I could be wrong, but after Michael Anthony got kicked out and he, you gotta understand Michael Anthony, their bass player, was sort of integral to their sound because Van Halen was all about the, yeah, the, the high, high harmonies. Yeah, the high-pitched harmony backup vocals, yeah. So, you know, he's really fleshing out the rest of the of the uh of the vocals and as far as I know there was a there was controversy because the bands went through and like airbrushed them out of all the album art on their websites. <laughs> In memory hold Michael Anthony. <laughs> That's yeah, fucking gay, man. No, 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 man, it's just wrong, you know. But anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, like, uh, that sucks. And then, uh, and then Michael Anthony went and joined a band uh, with Sammy Hagar. It's called Chicken, Chicken Foot. Foot. Yeah. <laughs> Which some people love. I think it's whatever. It's just eighty old eighties rockers 
playing shitty music, whatever. It's not that good. Yeah, it's, it's got like a Joe Satriani in it, right? Is Joe Satriani in that? I don't even know. That's how it did not grab me at all. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, they're really good, but I don't feel like there's any soul to it. It's not, you know, it's just lacking something. It doesn't do it for me. So I didn't listen to it. And uh, I'll be real with you guys. Like, I'm the one outside of, like, the whole conversation because I don't know Van Halen at all. To be honest, I can't even name a song or name a lyric, you know, for trivia purposes. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I hear that. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Um no, I just remember uh, there was a rock star break it down. not too long ago. He was a part of uh, Red Holly Chili Peppers, and um, I believe his name was Jack Sherman. And I don't know if he was like a big rock and roll star or anything like that. I was a very big Red Hot Chili Peppers fan because they were all over the place, especially in Wilmington, North Carolina. They make very good beach music, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, or hippie music whatever you want to call it smoke weed music yada 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 like they make very good hippie music yeah exactly <laughs> with the sticks the, the sticks that you flip around <laughs> yeah yeah i just remember one of their guitarists died too and uh i believe his name was jack sherman and he was honestly uh, i think the same age as this guy uh because i just looked him up he said he was 65 i think jack sherman was like like 61 62 or something like that it they're around the same age. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. I, I just merely thought of that because in this crazy year of COVID-19, uh, honestly, celebrities and rock stars are dying too. Not from it, but yeah. Good, good segue. Yeah. The COVID-19 being the dumbest shit in the world to be scared of. It's out there, I, man. Before we get started, I think I am going to leave this Zoom meeting because uh, internet keeps kind of locking up. So I'm still here. I'm, I'm going to ask Adrian, why can't I see you? I can see him. I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm still here listening. Uh, look, is there a gallery view or something? Anyway. Yeah, maybe so. Because it looks like I should be able to see Adrian. I have, of the upper left of my uh, phone screen is black and blank. Like, there should be something there. And I'm assuming that's Adrian because, Mike, you're in the dead center because you invited me to it. So I'm like, all right, well, Mike's in the middle. Where's Adrian? Hmm. But I can't. Adrian, can you see me? Uh, I actually, I backed out completely because the Internet kind of kept locking up. And I was missing, like, every half of every other sentence from you guys. So oh, that's fine. I'd rather, I'm I'd rather hear you than see you. Internet connection is racist. And you can hear me <laughs> and see me. It doesn't internet want connection. You. It does not want you to see me. <laughs> internet <laughs> connection is trying to shut you up. <laughs> Your Wi-Fi says y'all should not be friends. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think it's just not letting you see the white people. I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's again the only thing 50% of them. So, yeah. as standing alone, what the fuck is Adrian then? He's been lied to. Oh, man. Adrian, you're Native American. I'm sorry, bro. That's the only answer. I prefer the term West Virginian. So, hey, hey how do you, uh, how do you circumcise a hillbilly? <laughs> I, I don't know. Take his sister's jaw.
kick your sister's jaw. Tell that to all your West Virginia friends if you know any. <laughs> uh, I'll have to hold on to that one. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so COVID-19 stuff. Uh, is Trump actually out of the hospital now? I haven't, uh, I haven't looked into yeah, anything today. He's the back of the White House. Yeah. And he made the uh, greatest greatest COVID recovery of all time. It was uh, the greatest COVID recovery ever. Uh, the greatest uh, of all time. I would have, I would Nobody's have recovered better than he has. I would have to say for comedic pers- purposes, minus all the times where he's like struggling to take a deep breath to himself, but he's forgetting that all the cameras can zoom in and see him struggle. But <laughs> yes, he, he is kicking the shit out of that virus. I will say that. Maybe he's immune, like he said, <laughs> but he's kicking the shit out of it. <laughs> man, talk about a media meltdown, too, man. Some of these people, uh, you know, like the MSNBC group, you know, I'm like, do you do you guys know who Mussolini was? Uh, you know, because he's not acting like Mussolini. <laughs> you know, I don't see it that way. But then again, you know, I don't like communism so there you go <laughs> I, I, i'll see trump as a communist i i do see no, him as, I did. uh the democrats are <laughs> i see him as a agitator at times and a, a little bit of a divider for sure but i don't see him as mussolini do you no. think joe biden could be considered a divider in in different ways yeah absolutely i mean do you think by calling yeah, I, I mean, if you, if, you want, if you want me to say that him and Trump are the exact same, I know I say that for comedic purposes, but in reality, no, no. I think they're both old white men, and I could talk shit about both of them for days based on uh, the track records and, you know, just, just the dumb things they both say from time to time. From time to time, not every day, every minute, you know what I mean? I, I just think they're both easy to pick on, in my opinion. I'm going to jump in here for a second. So, you know how people were freaking out during the debate saying that Trump wouldn't condemn white supremacy for the umpteenth time, right? You know what he should have done? <laughs> Chuck Wallace asked him if, they, if he would condemn white supremacists. He should have said, I totally condemn and disavow the Democratic Party. Because <laughs> I... I I just that would, honestly that would have been better than the it response. Has a track record. To be honest, I, I I I do feel like he dropped the ball on that question, and and that frustrates me too because Trump's really sharp, and I'm just like, why why didn't you just do it? Is it because you hate the moderator that much, or you hate Joe? Well, Biden you gotta, he did it right off the bat. He said, sure, sure. Bro, that's not a sure question. <laughs> Come on. First of all, he's already done it like forty fucking times, or maybe a hundred times. Why do they ask him this over and over again? Why have they not? Why do they not ask that of Joe Biden? Joe Biden's the one that's friends with a uh, uh, bird, Klansman, not Trump. I mean, I, I do agree with you that it gets to a point that it's agitating. I mean, let's be real though. Like every president has this. Obama had, uh, like, where's your birth certificate? Question, question again. He never answered sure. 
You know what I'm saying, man? It, you answer it until they, until you're dead, until you're like uh, done with your presidency. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Like, you, you don't get an escape just because you're tired of answering it. It, it happens that, to every president. Joe Biden, Joe Biden has. Escaped. I mean, before before even uh, Bill or um, I'm sorry to say, um, I'm sorry, uh, George W. Like it, it was like Bill Clinton. Have you fucked someone else other than your wife? <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to answer it forever until you're done being president. There's just things like that that come along. It comes with the game. Every president or every potential president should know that it's going into it. Yes, you will have to answer something until you're fucking dead. It is. Yeah, like, like, like George Sr. Right, but it goes always. It goes always big based on whatever. Well, why they, ask, Monty, why are they why are they asking Trump this? Like why why are they asking him about? Um, why are they asking him about white supremacy and does he condemn it all the time? Well, because they think they uh, some people think he's a racist and some people think he's not. But uh, you know, is there is there a moment? Is there something he did? I mean, you know, they even bring up Charlottesville. This is why Chris Wallace is like, you know, in, in a lot of people's minds, committing um, journalistic malpractice, you know, by bringing up the um, Charlottesville lie, you know, that many people believe is truth that Donald Trump said, oh, there's great people on both sides. And, you know, and then in the next. I don't think that's a bad thing for him to say either. I don't think that's racist. I, I don't think Trump's yeah. a racist either. I do think that Trump is a little egotistical and a little pigheaded at times that he will do it his way and say, fuck everyone else. I do think that about him. I do. I do think he's a bit of a narcissist. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Trump will, do, of, Trump will do it his way and fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I do believe that's Trump. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing either. I think that's what everyone who voted for him for voted for. Like that. That's. I mean, seriously, am I wrong about that? Like, that's what you voted. Wait a minute. For. You said you, you. Why did everybody vote for him again? I'm sorry. Because he doesn't represent everything that you've normally seen in a Republican Party or or a represent representative of this country. Even so, I, I don't think Trump. I don't think Trump's evil. I don't think he's a racist, but I do honestly think, yes, he does get in his own way because he's a little, he's sensitive. He doesn't hate uh, people or everyone. He hates certain people. And when you agitate him enough, he'll act in a way that's, uh, I'll be honest, like somewhat childish at times, which is what I saw during the debate. I, I literally, uh, I'll put you this way. I'll put it this way. I wish I could remember. Um, there was a point when Joe Biden was fumbling over a question that Wallace asked them, the moderator. And I was like, I was like, Joe Biden isn't even doing really good in this debate. And then Trump interrupted him again. It was while Joe was like fumbling over the answer. And I was like, why are you bailing him out? <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? It was like that for me. I, I'm like, why are you helping him out? Or I don't think that's your intention, but 
what's going on? I don't know. When, when, after that debate was done, I genuinely felt, this is just, I can't speak for everyone, but genuinely, I felt like Trump or someone in his camp, at least, is scared that they're going to lose the election. I, I saw, I didn't see the confident guy I saw in 2016 that told Hillary that she'd be in jail. I didn't see that guy. I saw someone else. And it was weird because that's not Trump. Well, you gotta you gotta think about you know he's the incumbent president, so it's kind of like defending the castle. And there's been four more years of uh, mass media manipulation. I mean, let's be um, real; it's been it's been 2020, baby. It's coronavirus well, and everything else going on. Yeah, really for sure. Say what you want about 2017 and 18 and 19, but 2020 is what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, and it's def- they've definitely been ramping shit up, um, and it's kind of disconcerting because um, I, I just, you know, if it had been Clinton, I don't think we would have had nearly all the protests that we've been seeing, uh, nor the wildfires, nor COVID. Um, we would have been, you know, busy dismantling everything to sell out to the New World Order. <laughs> Which I, you know, I'm I'm totally on the mindset that that's what Biden's here for. He's, you know, back to get us on track to joining the fucking global structure of the NWO. Build back better. You know, it's him. Uh, it's the French prime minister. Well, he minister, whatever they call him. Yeah, this build back better thing is fucking global. Boris Johnson is even talking about this. So, uh, Boris Johnson's so fucking done in the UK. I, I, that's all I keep hearing about. He's done. I hope. I, I, in all honesty, I don't know about enough about his politics to even be right or wrong about it. I just keep hearing that Boris Johnson's done. He's done. He's done. And I've only heard two uh, UK people uh, who I've given Uber rides to tell me the same thing. So I, I don't know if they're right or wrong either. <laughs> I just know that they're obviously from there and they sound like they're from there and they obviously used to live there. And they're like, everyone in the UK thinks Boris Johnson's a fucking moron right now. <laughs> and he will not be there after after the next election. So I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know, man. There's so much confusion and left and right, this and that. You're doing this. I'm trying to do that bullshit going on. I, I almost don't even know anymore, man. I feel well, for anyone who who knows because I feel like they're going to be disappointed in a week. Well, uh, I mean, the debates are over at this point, and I think what the hair or the Pence and Harris one is coming up tomorrow. Is that correct? That is very correct. Because when you said they're over, I was like, I was like, they still got the VP one. <laughs> what did um, they cancel the other two or something? No, I just Mike. I mean, be real with me, man. Was that a win or loss for Trump that last debate? I thought he did great. I mean, I really did because he he fought back, so he started getting interrupted. But I mean, did Joe Biden look like shit? He didn't even let him finish his answers half the time. Um, there was definitely. Look, um, he wasn't like 
Oh, sorry. Sorry. Adrian, you, you, go, Mike. you broke up. Uh, so I was trying to just kind of fill in. I wasn't sure. I don't want to break up with either one of you. I just want to know. <laughs> yeah, man. It, you know, everybody just says it's, it's Trump, but, you know, he. Well, I, I don't he, feel that way either, dude, though. Uh, I'm sorry. Go on. I interrupted you. My bad. <laughs> he, you know, started out. It was not Trump that started this whole interrupting thing. It was Joe Biden and Chris Wallace. That did it, not Trump. And then, hell, what are you going to do? Just push around uh, the president. And Joe Biden's such a fucking dick that whenever he came, when Trump came out there, he said, hey, man, instead of, hey, Mr. President, you know, fuck Joe Biden. At least respect the fucking office. You know what I mean? He said, hey, man. But dude, he was like, Joe Biden's a dick. Joe Biden's a fucking cocksucker and he's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's a fucking he's corrupt can be. He's got nothing. Donald Trump, Donald Trump spoke nothing but truth. He might lie and 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 and, 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 and like lie the small shit. You know, like I had the biggest crowd in the world there or something, you know. But in the truth of it, the of the big issues, Donald Trump did not lie. Joe Biden lied about every single thing I think he said. Who called Trump a liar? I, I, I didn't even say that. But, but, but I know what you're talking about. You're, you're quoting the people. But uh, no, dude, in all honesty, man. All right. Here's how I feel about it. I don't feel like either one of them. I'll be right with you. Here, here, here's my honest prerogative on the whole matter. I don't think either one of them makes an excellent president. I really don't. Either one of them. Bumbles questions all the time, says stupid things, and I don't feel like either one of them is the best candidate to take this country forward. What I am seeing, though, in the public, and I do have to pin this a little bit towards Trump's uh, direction, is only because Trump is very affirmative on what he believes and what he's going with. And irregardless, I, I know that's a stupid word to use too. I should just say regardless. But anyways, um, like Trump will not like dial back for anyone or anything. And that's, in my opinion, what hurts him here and there. They're saying, he, I heard today, they're, they're saying he's 16 points down. I don't believe the polls. They said he was like, I think like 12 or 14 points down when he won la last election. So I don't believe him for one second. I think it's neck and neck. I, I, I've i said this from the beginning. This is Trump's election to win or lose. And that's genuinely how I feel. I don't think he's a horrible person or a racist. I do genuinely feel like he gets in his own fucking way sometimes, though. It's because of his mouth. That's it. I don't think it's his policy. I don't think uh, it's the people working for him. I literally think it's him and his tongue <laughs> from time to time. But that's really it, honestly, though. I don't think he's, like, fucking evil, though. I don't think he's a racist. I don't think he's crazy. Or I don't think he's trying to start wars all around the world and this and that. I really don't. I, I think he has some really good economic policies, too. I wish I could quote them, but I, I'll be real with you. I had a couple of beers tonight, and I can't do that. But... Uh, and, They're real simple. They're just uh, lower, lower taxes and, and deregulation. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I was just saying it's just lower taxes and deregulation. Very simple. Give more, give the people and the people who employ people more of their own money to invest in the economy and it builds itself up and therefore generates more, um, I, tax I don't, revenue for the, for the state, which is proven true time and time again. I don't think that's anything wrong or anything that will not, never not work either. I do believe in that. I'm simply saying it's him and his mouth that gets him in trouble. That's it. That's it. If he loses I, the election, it was based on the fucking tongue in his throat. <laughs> uh, let me, I'm going to jump back in here for a second. Um, I do think that he's someone that has never pulled any punches, you know, as far as it comes to interacting with the press and the way that he communicates with others. But you kind of, you know, you got to, media manipulation so he's gonna say an inch and they're gonna take it a hundred thousand fucking miles and it's a very deliberate process and yeah you know they, they are looking for any in any way to get in there and um twist anything that he says anything that he does anything that he you know alludes to they're gonna blow it up like how many how many fucking controversies have we been through with him? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, there's been quite a few. Some were manufactured by the media as well, but there's yeah. been quite a few. There's been quite a few. I mean, they they never asked they never asked George Senior. They never asked George Senior how many times that you know, George, are you actually Satan? He's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm just. Getting boy prostitutes at the White House. That's George Senior. I saw this, this scaly scales uh, <laughs> like on your back, and they're kind of green. Are you a lizard person? No, no, I'm not a lizard person. I do love that. <laughs> it is going to get interesting. Uh, it just this has just come out that uh, President Trump authorizes total declassification of all documents related to Spygate and the Hillary email scandal with no redactions. So this ought to be interesting because we were just talking about, you know, the scandal. And this scandal took up three years of his uh, presidency, you know, and, um, you know, they people still believe that he's a that Donald Trump is somehow a Russian agent, you know, I, I, whatever. But this ought to there, this ought to be interesting. Nobody but the media will completely ignore it, though, you know, so. <laughs> That's the point. You know, the media, our media has lost all legitimacy. It's and and if you know, man. I mean, come on, man. Fox supports Trump. Be real about that, man. You get you've got PBS, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, NPR, BBC, BBC, the New York Times, Washington Post, Miami Herald. Uh, you know, it just goes on and on and on. And they all say the same, one, almost word for word article. It's like, how are they all writing the exact same words? You know, different, all these different entities are saying, you know, saying the exact same words. And uh, well, I'll be real with you, Mike, on two levels. Either they're all being controlled or they all feel the same. <laughs> like, well, there's no reason why it couldn't be both. <laughs> I mean, and that's what it is, you know. <clears throat> I'll, 
I'll put it to you this way. They're not getting paid to suck my dick. I would gladly tell you guys they're not, but they're, they're not. <laughs> and, you know, at the same point, like they're, they're drumming up plenty of panic and fear around the COVID thing. So it's not just Trump that they kind of coalesce behind. Yeah, they can. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's always profiteering and fear mongering. Trauma is our business and business is good. Yeah. It's all trauma-based entertainment. It's um, I'll be it's, the first person to tell you that Trump is easy to demonize. It's very easy. It's very easy to do that. And I'll, I'll simply say that. He's not the best with his words. And and you could do things with that. But is he a horrible person? Is he an evil person? No, I don't think that for one second. Do I speak for everyone in the country? I, I would say yes and no, <laughs> to be honest. It goes, you know, both ways. <laughs> the problem with Trump is that he he is the only real outsider in Washington, and in, in the New World Order. You know, he's like the the only president I think in my lifetime that wasn't a member of the Bilderberg Group or the Trilateral Commission or you know yeah. something like that. And and he he is the outsider, and he's been the one that's been having to pay taxes to all these. Uh, fuckers and you know that have probably been working with the mob and everything else as a, as a developer you know he's he's been paying his taxes and everything else people argue no he hadn't paid anything whatever okay we'll see what's up but um right, my, well, point right. is, my point is that he's he's he is a he is the outsider and then and, and the the one thing that you know he's not what I like the best about him is his foreign policy. I mean, I, I'll say it right now. That's the reason that reason alone is why I will vote for him. I remember everybody hated, um, you know, George W. Bush for starting all these bullshit wars in the Middle East. But then they loved those wars when Obama got in there and started, you know, ramping them up. And now Donald Trump is taking him and, and actually doing what he said. He's the one president. He's coming in. Like, hey, we're going to we're going to go for peace here and, and you know, not have these endless wars, you know, finish what Ron Paul started. Right. Right. And, you know, um, and, you know, reading 1984, man, that was the the war is peace, man. The endless wars. What a great way to keep a society down, man. You get utilize all the natural resources to keep this bullshit war machine going and a fear and a, and a fake uh, enemy and everything else. And it eats up everything else. And it get, you know, it, it, ta- it takes away from the common man being able to raise themselves up like they should be able to do more freely. And I, I, I think, you know, that Donald Trump believes in that, you know, and I think he's honest. You know, I've never said that about a president ever, ever, ever. I don't think you're full of shit either when you say it, Mike. I I, I just think Donald, uh, I I mean this with the fullest respect, too. I think his intentions are excellent. His word is what gets him in trouble from time to time. In all honesty, like, I, I don't know who's uh, in charge of writing or if he sticks to whoever writes what they say for him. 
Because in all honesty, Mike, I, I would trust I would trust you a hell of a lot more than whoever he has in charge of writing his speeches. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Uh, see, his speeches are phenomenal. It, like the the speech he gave at Mount Rushmore, which mm-hmm. the uh, mainstream media called the symbol of race. What was it? The the racism, you know, symbol of oh, uh, on, genocide. Man. You know, yeah. when he was there, but it was one of the most. Presidential speeches I've ever seen. I mean, well, that speech alone was one of the most presidential speeches I've ever seen. It was a, uh, a you know, something to be proud of America for. Uh, be proud of what we are as a country and where we're going to go and what we're going to do for our country and everyone else around the world. And we're a, a, a force for good, you know. And and man, you know. But see, Donald goes out there and he, you know. He takes on the media every single day, unlike any other president we've ever had. And he goes on a free, he, he just, uh, you know, improvises it. He just free flows, man. And then, uh, and then it's like, um, and then that's when he gets in some, oh, he said something stupid here, you know, but well, whatever, man, he was, you know, going off of the cuff. And the reason he can do that is because he's not lying all the time. That's why Joe Biden can't take questions. He can't take questions from the uh, audience or from the reporters or anybody else because he can't remember which fucking lie he's got to talk, tell today. You know, can I I'm going to jump in here for a second and I'm going to say something kind of incendiary. Are you all ready? I am of the personal thought that Joe Biden should rotten eternity in his own racial personal jungle right beside George Satan himself for what he was responsible for in the 90s. And this is something I was listening into on the MoFax show. It wasn't even about the 94 crime bill. Well, it's not even just a crime bill. I never realized that he played a huge part in the way that they changed all of the charges for crack cocaine. Do either of y'all remember anything about this? Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, I'll be real with you, Adrian. You're t- you're talking to a black man. Uh, they only changed laws on drugs to incarcerate black people. So I, I don't know. D- tell me what you're going to say, though. <laughs> the changes of the law, uh, the crack cocaine, when you change it from cocaine to crack. And crack yeah. is one of those th- drugs that's where cocaine affects the white population more. Crack, uh, dominates the black population more meth hits the white population more heroin for example hits the entire heroin is the non-racist drug you know it's at least non-racist yeah i completely agree with you on that man yeah. I really- adrian am i right on that is that where you're going well all i was saying I'm is like Fuck Adrian. (laughs) In the grand scheme of things, like they're the same drug. They're from the same family, but because they're charging based on the actual weight of the product and crack is such a denser material than regular cocaine is, people were disproportionately getting charged harder with longer and harsher sentences because in theory and on paper, they had more of the drug which ended up being the same amount as, you know, just like any other regular uh, white collar. Co- I'm, I'm going to say white collar cocaine user. And, you know, they were getting up, up, up um, times the charges for something that was, I think, that uh, 
I personally think that they've deliberately flooded the streets. George Sr. fucking opens his desk out, pulls out his own little fucking sample. They had the CIA doing it, man. I was going to say, Adrian, are you trying to tell me that they flooded the streets during the same time frame that they said, just say no? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm very surprised. Dude, the war on drugs is just as effective as the war on terror. Doesn't work. <laughs> just like the war on poverty. There's a lot of black families that know. <laughs> did, you, did you notice, um, though, that, you know, with all those harsh charges and, and, and sentences on crack cocaine, did you notice one person that didn't get that harsh sentence or yeah. even charge? Uh, uh, what was his name again? Let's, let's, uh, Hunter Biden. I think his dad is. is, 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 is uh, you're trying to tell me like white people like benefit from this justice system? Yeah, well, dude. Isn't it odd though that the person no, that no, made no, no. that it's made the uh, the actual bill to make the charges more harsh to disproportionately put African Americans in, in jail? Yeah. Uh, his own son walked free. They couldn't prove it was his pipe, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You think they say that same thing? I've watched Cops episodes before. So have all y'all, man. It don't matter. Shit. You're getting charged. Not him, though. He got millions of dollars instead. Well, he's also the son of, he's the son of the Democratic Party, so check yeah, your privilege. He is the Democratic Party. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Want to take a ten minute break? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm actually, I'm probably gonna switch over to my phone because you guys keep cutting out, and um, oh yeah, I'm probably just gonna do it from there to see if it's any better. I know. I, I'm just assuming if someone needs to take a piss besides me, anyways. <laughs> no, man, that's good. Uh, we'll take this is a moment. Uh, you know, we'll check with our sponsors here. And, uh, I know, right? Right back to you. Bluetooth. Bluetooth, <laughs> man. We're going to get Bluetooth one day. I don't know. Mike, do you know what Bluetooth is? Bluetooth? <laughs> what is that? Some blue uh, dip or something? I don't know. No, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a blue pill that gets your dick hard, man. <laughs> you, need, you need to have sex, man. You need to lose your woman all day, every day. That's what Bluetooth says <laughs> when they're advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they, they literally started it off like out of the random out of the podcast like whether you're on joe rogan or this and that podcast they will literally say like guys you gotta get your dick hard. you gotta get your dicks hard period <laughs> american boners for american men blue chew <laughs> god all right in take, the world take a break and uh yeah all right. Get back to it. Yeah, we'll come back to it. <laughs> hey, we're back. All right. Hell yeah. I I do want to get in the habit of starting the show out with something like, what's up all you cool fools and ghouls? Yeah. <laughs> you beautiful bastards. Yeah, something like that, you know? Uh, or we could just do it with an Eddie Van Halen guitar solo. I don't know. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I, was literally, I was literally literally listening to you guys for like two minutes, uh, trying to uh, get Eddie uh, the props he deserves. 
I, I really need to research them, obviously, but um, yeah, I appreciate them. Star Just, uh, Van Halen one, yeah, Van Halen one, nineteen eighty four. Um, oh, that, what what a good note on the book we're all, all we're all reading too. Um, I'd say nineteen eighty four by Van Halen's a little more upbeat than the actual book 1984 oh yeah <laughs> if you guys know that a rock band is cooler than the book 1984 adrian i'm not arguing with you it's <laughs> obvious it's gonna probably be fucking better and obviously heavier and cooler uh, excuse me i don't care if i never heard any music it's gonna be better <laughs> um where were we oh talking about Hunter Biden smoking crack, getting kicked out of the Navy, Burisma. Don't call get, them. A, don't call the call them a, a cokehead. Y'all catch that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Biden. Biden was like, "But all that's been debunked, <laughs> obviously." Like, okay, sure uh, it has. by the Democratic Party, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the Biden campaign. But that's it. Other than that, there's like. <laughs> Tons and tons of evidence, you know. That's like, well, Mike, there. you can't debunk it if you can't if you don't talk about it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I, all right. Um, I don't know. I don't know what we're transitioning to yet, but I, I do have to ask: How does everyone feel about him? And I'm talking about Donald, the Donald uh, Trump, President Trump. Uh, catching the coronavirus this week. Uh, yeah, he uh, he uh, he recovered better than anyone ever. He was the greatest recovery of all time. Uh, you know, yeah, it's no big deal. Whatever. It's just you know, this is what the media hates to hear. Whatever. But it's just more proof that um, people are shitting their ever living pants over something. That you have over probably over a ninety nine point nine nine seven percent chance of a survival rate. Um, yeah, it's highly contagious, and so is the common cold, and so is the flu. Uh, but you know, what are we going to do? Shut down? Yes, that's what that's what um, that's what the answer from the Democrat Party is. And this is where you have a clear cut, um, you know, delineation of what to choose from. You know, you have uh, uh, the leader of Donald Trump saying we need to get over this and not fear it, move forward, you know, go go on with our lives and and start, um, you know, being great again. Uh, shit up again. Yeah. And, and you know, not but also protect those um, uh, those people that are vulnerable, you know, the elderly and don't send COVID positive patients to nursing homes. That's just a good example. I don't know. You know that's, that sounds ridiculous. Who would ever do that? Well, Cuomo did not do that. Uh, <laughs> he, it's been thoroughly debunked. <laughs> oh, thank God. I was really starting to worry there. <laughs> yeah. According, according to Cuomo, it's been thoroughly debunked. And I love how they scrubbed the... Uh, executive order off of his website, you know, the state of New York's website, too. Where'd it go? Ah, it's got to be somewhere. <coughs> anyway, but no, man, big deal. So what? You know, that's my I whole big thing. Who cares? So what? 
that was kind of a low blow. I thought Biden tried to pull is like how many parent or how many families didn't have their elderly grandparents uh, not able to sit at the table with them because they caught COVID and died. And I, I was just like, ah, that's a cheap fucking shot. And you know, it, Biden cheap. Well, one thing I will say that I did notice during the debate was that I felt that Donald Trump was angry. And I think that that is just a sign to me of, of honesty and like, and he has an emotional um, involvement and emotional tie, you know, to it. And that, that his, his emotions are, you know, he was angry because of shit just like that being said, you know, and um, when he's done more than any other president, and I, there's no, none in my lifetime that's, uh, that's mobilized the United States government uh, to a pandemic response, anything even remotely close to this, and just to have him be constantly 24 hours a day belittled and saying he didn't do anything and everything's his fault, when the reality is there that the Democrats were opposed to everything he did all along, and he started, he started addressing the coronavirus before they did. All right. Um, okay, can I interject for a sec? So yes. why was why was it wise for him to shut down the? Because I'm pretty sure we've all been watching the news the past 24 hours. Why was it wise for him to shut down the economic package? Right. I don't know. My personal opinion on that is different than everybody else's. Um, you know, probably. I, I I don't even think. Trump should have shut it down, but he was getting the information from, um, you know, the CDC, the heads of the CDC, from the scientists, you know, that everybody says we have to listen to. And he listened to the scientists and he took their, uh, he took what they wanted to do and did it. And he did it aggressively. He made it, he made a decision and he made it, uh, made it quickly and did it for right or wrong, you know? And he did it, but he he did it with the intention as it was initially stated, which was to flatten the curve. Because initially they're like, "We're so many people are going to get, um, so many people are going to get uh, the the virus that it's going to um, overwhelm you know, overwhelm the hospitals." So we need to flatten the curve out. So if we can shut this down for a little bit, we will flatten the curve out and. Um, and, and the hospitals will be able to um, house these patients and all that. And that happened, and it did happen. But it, but then other, um, you know, uh, members of governments, state governments and everything else uh, decided to keep it going and are still keeping it going. When, when the hospitals are, you know, able to handle it. <laughs> when hosp- hospitals are furloughing their employees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell, man? And they're wanting to shut down the, the economy. And while Joe Biden gets up there and debates and says the reason the economy is fucked is because of, of Donald Trump. It's like, no, the reason it's fucked is because all you Democrat fucking governors won't open your states up. You know, and they also won't do it, do a bill to help anybody else. They want I'm not even going to get into that bullshit, but uh, I just fucking saw that Trump um, is is not going to try to do a stimulus bill before the election, and I'm fine with yeah, that. I, I, know, I know. I mean, that's why. That's literally why I brought it up too. So I'm just like, well, why not? 
wouldn't that help his vote? I don't, I don't understand. What do you mean? The stimulus package? I mean, seriously, dude. If you're the current president and you release the stimulus package four weeks before the election, I think I get some votes. Well, that's why unless unless you think if you release that stimulus package, it's not going to help you at all. <laughs> I'm more of the mindset that you know this money doesn't just come from out of nowhere. Like we're borrowing against ourselves from the future, and at a very good interest rate. Uh, yeah, Sorry. and but uh, where's the inflation though? That's what creates the inflation, you know. So if yeah, you, if I, you I mean, where is it though? It's been six months already. Is it coming next year? Gas is still the same. Milk still the same. Like, what, like, where's the inflation at? Good question. Like, in, all, in all honesty, though, like, where is it? Like, where's the economic impact? Well, that will come when the dollar loses its uh, value globally and people well, start well, buying the treasury. And, but when will that happen? Is it? It could happen today. Ten years from today? Is it twenty years from today? Like, what is it? Yeah, ask uh, Ocasio Cortez. Is a uh, economics major at a Boston College. Oh, come on, man! Like, I, I don't trust her either. Like, come on, man. Well, no, it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely asking, like. Who's got the answer? Like, well, really there's happens. a lot of different I mean, points. With all due respect, whether you're blue or red, someone's got the answer. Like, who, who, who is it, though? Well, there's a lot of different debates on that, you know. And, uh, you know, there, there's the different – there's the uh, – how do you catch me off guard? The uh, Keynesian uh, economic view and the, uh, the Ron Paul fucking whatever it's called point of view. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's you know, it needs to be backed by the it being uh, the our money needs to be backed by something solid. Where um, the uh, the Keynesian, uh, Keynesian, whatever it is, um, should, is, is a fiat currency, meaning it's not backed by anything like the gold or anything solid, uh, you know, to back it up. It can just be printed and printed, like the uh, uh uh, Venezuelan, what is it? The Boulevard? Is that what? Or like, or like money in general? Yeah. yeah. Or you know, over and over again, it happened in Venezuela just here yeah. a little while ago. I'm just looking for the economic impact, though, because I'm not well, seeing it yet. See, well, what happened? Well, what? So, um, in a very layman, right off the top of my head, thing you think of, I'll think about Venezuela, one of the most, the reason, most recent one. And it was funny because I was watching Parks and Rec just the other day, right before Netflix took it off. And I'm like, well, I got no reason to have Netflix anymore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the best thing you probably said today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but they had an episode. It was called uh, Sister City. you know, And it, uh, it, okay. it was about uh, like these uh, – uh, Member, uh, you know, members of the party from Venezuela were coming to Pawnee to, um, you know, make this sister city for a yeah, Venezuelan yeah. city and a Pawnee. Venezuela shit. Yeah. yeah. And, th- and that, this was like in 2012, I think. Uh, maybe it was 2011. I don't know. But that was, this is when the episode was made. Okay. And they, and the Venezuelan uh, was, was, uh, um, 
the Venezuelan representatives were made out to be um, um, the they were the richest country. They, you know, because they were so super wealthy. They were under uh, Hugo Chavez's rule at that time, and he was spending all of you know all this money on social programs, and he uh, nationalized the uh, oil industry. And oil was super high right then. The price of oil was high, and um, and they, they were leveraging everything out and and and, um, and and just spending everything on social program, and, which they can't do, which is exactly like the Green New Deal wants to do. It's very similar to that. It's like, you know, $100 trillion. Where does $100 trillion come from? Anyway, you're going to Where did all the money come from that we just printed for one round of Americans? Right. It's bullshit. I don't want another bailout. I really don't. I mean, you know. But if I'm going to get my Trump bucks, at least I'm going to pay off that last little bit of debt I got. Yeah, but my, th- my take on it is, like, we just printed money. Right. And right. And that's what I'm getting at. Is we still haven't opened up everything. Right. And where's the, how are we going to re- remake it? So what they do is they, they print mean, more money and it like it's inflation. It's like grains of sand. There was only a few grains of sand. It makes feel like it's all bullshit. It, it, like, it is bullshit. But like, where's the rise? Oh, it, it, look at inflation over the past twenty years. I agree with you. Economics I mean, just look at speaking, it. Speaking, there should be one. I was looking for one. I was looking, looking for, for what? To, like jump up to three bucks and three bucks a gallon. That's different. That that's not the same. That's not necessarily the same as uh, you know what's happening now with the gas. Is is uh, America, for example, has found more gasoline and is producing more that is uh, direct in competition with OPEC, which we did weren't doing before this. Now this is just recently. So we are flooding the market with gasoline that's bringing the price of oil down. So that's why oil is down. You know the difference between the price of oil and uh, a month from now. What a month from now? You know, shit can happen. I mean, you know, it is an up and down thing. Yeah. If, I, uh, I'll be with you, Mike. I'm on your side. I'm just looking for like the bad shit. I ain't seen yet. Like, well, <laughs> I I do know there's most of your price was just printing money, though. I do know oh, we that. are just printing money. That's the fact, and it's not a good thing. It will I, come I back to haunt us. I mean, how do you pay off? Where's the economic, though, downside is what I'm looking for. It's been six months already. Well, that's because, like I said earlier, right now the dollar is still the world's currency, you know? Yeah. So it has a value. And and there's other currencies, and it's competing against other world currencies. And uh, and, and the value... Anyway, when people stop buying in our treasuries and stuff like that, and, and, and we lose faith in our republic, when we take on more debt and more debt and more debt, which, in my opinion, we've already, you know, just taken on more than it's even possible. I would say we're inevitably doing it, but we're not the only country doing it, too, though. Like that, well, that. we're doing it more than, than than a lot of yeah, you know, others, and you know, we're selling our futures out to you know, China's and uh, and other. Other countries. It's around. not even. It's not even our futures. It's our kids' futures and all our right. kids. Right. What all due respect, Adrian? In fact, you're right. It ain't gonna affect you or me or Adrian. And that's it's been one. <laughs> and that's been one of the, one of the biggest disappointments with Donald Trump is how he is just continuing the spending on. 
But I think he's doing that just as, you know, as like an olive branch to the Congress. You know, they're passing these spending bills. And he's trying to win, man. He's just trying to win. Man, you know, but I, you know, at some point, somebody's going to have to stop it. And, and, and I don't know, Joe Biden's plans are like to spend tens of trillions of dollars. Uh, very in a very very short time, and, th- and think about the most wealthiest people in America. Okay, uh, well, who do you have? Amazon, Bezos. You got Microsoft, Gates. You know, yeah. and then maybe five other people. Add up all of their billions of dollars. Does it add up? Does like how many of them adds up to a trillion? And then you've taken all of their wealth. You know, let's just say that. You know, yeah. They, for example. They wanted to pass the $2.2 trillion bill. How many billionaires in America equals $2.2 trillion? I don't know the answer to that question, but I think it's something that we ought to ask and, and look at it in that way. Well, the other thing... Between 25 and 50. Oh, yeah. The other, the other thing, too, is you know when people talk about Bezos and Gates and all these fucks, it's not like they have $243 billion sitting in their bank account. I'm, I'm sure their bank account is off the charts, but all that money is it, it's already spent and accounted for in, in growing other products and departments or creating jobs and building the economy around, you know, uh, what is it, trickling down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's like what they tell NCAA athletes when they can't pay them. It's trickling down, baby. Like you know, you got your free education. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they did get something for it. Yeah, yeah, they got something. The guys on Sunday get a lot more, but the guys on Saturday, shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, you don't have to go to Saturday. Yeah, I, 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 Mike, that's what starts protests, though. <laughs> I think, I think, you know, I think it is bullshit. They should be able to, you know, uh, when I was in graduate school, for example, uh, I could take on jobs uh, as a carpenter for other theaters and stuff like that. Doing, you know, so ba- basketball athletes should be able to like work at a summer camp and get paid. You know, in my opinion, Mike, I'm right there with you. I don't even think it should be fair. I, sh- I should. I think it should be a market. I don't believe that Carolina. Let's say uh, UNCW all of a sudden gets a football team, which they never fucking had ever. But uh, we all missed out on that while we went there. And let's be honest, I think it should just be up to the market, and that's it. That's it. If you want to go to Carolina because they're going to pay you sixty grand a year to be quarterback, you should be able to do that. I just think they should be paid and get the scholarship because it, it's to me it's complete bullshit that they don't get more than a scholarship. It's it, it's bullshit to me. It, it, it is. I'm, I, I'm I think it, I think it it raises some weird things when you start saying I'll give you sixty thousand dollars on top of your scholarship. You know, yeah. that's kind of weird. But um, it's not weird. Know. It's what you're. Well, that's with. professional then. Then you know you're, you're. Well, then let's get rid of amateur sports altogether. I'm cool with that. Whoever I, I mean, I, I I get where the NCAA is, what they're trying I mean, to do, but I think the rules are what Yankees. Like, uh, I fucking let them win all day then. Right. Well, that that's what will happen. You know, you'll just have, you know. One team that wins it every year. I'd rather everyone gets paid than some people don't. 
Well, see, the, all the the poor schools still won't be able to pay their students. You know, they, uh, that's you know. How, how how are they? I, I, I see. That's where I disagree with you. Well, they're athletes, you know, to yeah, compare. Be like, they pay their coaches like $10, $20 million a year somehow, even though they're a nonprofit. They're a nonprofit. You know that, right? <laughs> it's bullshit, man. It, it's all just uh, lingo to fuck over people. Well, anyway, you know, <clears throat> yeah, why hasn't um, the um, – Inflation has been happening, but I think it has been happening over a long time, period of time. Uh, and I think it's just been a little gradual where you can't necessarily see it quite off the bat. You know? And certain things have happened, like at the grocery store, to you know, change the. Uh, for I, example, I'm looking there, like, where's my bread and milk markup? I haven't seen it yet. Well, right, well, where's it coming from? I don't know. Maybe research it, look it up, see what the price of bread was. Um, you know, what if, what if, five what, years ago. Or, because we're all conspiracy theorists, what if it doesn't happen at all? No, it will. But, it, but see, that would be ignore. And to say that yeah, is to ignore history, you know, is to ignore history. Because when you print out money that's not backed by anything to cover your own debt as a government, um, you're just incurring more debt, more debt. It compounds and it compounds. And the but, dollar, since but, there's but, more dollars out there, they have a less value to them. And it is only, happening. But only because of my conspiracy brain, I'm asking Mike, isn't every other country in the world doing the same thing because they dealt with COVID-19? That's a good question. That's an interesting question. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I can't answer to their, uh, you know, their, their budgeting. Uh, their, you know, allocation of their their funds and who's borrowing what on the what. And I know a lot of them are, and a lot of them are probably borrowing from the European Union. You know, and um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back in here for a second. Um, I, I think I think part of the COVID nineteen um, pandemic was to essentially boot up the program for the global reset the great reset whatever the fuck they're calling it so i mean that might be part of the plan is to push everything to this point where the economies crash and then you know everyone's suffering from a depression i I don't know man it's this shit's not fucking anything to to uh scoff at yeah take lightly like you know they they there is some fucking global actions being taken by the the use of COVID-19 and it's really it's it's scary I mean like fuck my job and everything like this is this is a worldwide ordeal and all honesty Adrian like uh, like right alongside what you said I was like literally anytime I think of the economy I'm thinking of both of you guys, honestly. You guys work in industries that rely on people showing up. And I'm, I, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, in all honesty, maybe I'm just being like crazy witchcraft with it. But I'm like, seriously, are, are you guys ever worried like no one shows up to the theater again and you're out of a job? I mean, Monty. It's already uh, happened to Adrian. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't speak for Mike. Uh, per se, but I'm, 
I'm fully of the mindset this this is the time to change careers. And you know, on one part that really breaks my heart because we put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into that. Um but if it's something it, but if it's something that can just so easily be handed over, it's like, hey, here's the keys to the car, take it wherever you want to go, you know, leave my ass behind. Is that something that I necessarily want to be a part of? Because you know, that's the whole thing with this. They did it once. Now they did it once, they can do it a second time. And, you know, I, it's just not going to be fucking feasible to, you know, work for six months and then the COVID-22 comes out and then everything gets shut down for another year. Like, And, and, and that's one of the bad things I think it's like, you know, if, if Donald... Or not if, but when Donald Trump gets reelected, um, that that'll be a ploy. That'll be a play. Um, and one of the scariest things about this whole thing was the how quickly the authoritarian governments around the whole entire world, um, you know, connected and and and, and did all these shutdowns and um, authoritarian measures so quickly and efficiently almost in complete unison, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is so much bigger than the COVID-19. So much bigger. And the, uh, the fact that, and I'll say another inflammatory thing, the fact that the death rate is still like 200,000, I think we did okay so far because the way they sold it was people were going to be dropping dead in the streets Two million, three million people plus. Right. <laughs> uh, I, it's... I, I, I do agree. I, I'm just worried, not only for myself and for my friends. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, where's it coming from? What's the end? Mike, we were talking about this on the last uh, podcast. What's the end game? What, what, what's going on? <laughs> what's the end game? Total global domination. I guess Total global one world government. A rule over everybody. You know, the the elimination of hundreds of millions of people, if not billions. You know, that's what I think it is. And it's a, a, you know, a a control of all the natural resources by the elite. What do you think that affects? Everything. Everything. I mean, I, mean I, I feel like when you say that, you feel. I feel like you're saying like inevitably, like nonchalantly, like I know you're not dick or anything. We're we're going to civil war at some point. Oh, it'll be bigger than that. I think. Oh, you know, the the thing that's happening right now in, in you know is that it's a try, you got to try to take down America, man. That's what that's what is being slamming and jamming, and you know. Uh, do, you, do you know why that is? Because you can't have the global one world government with the uh, uh, healthy, wealthy, free America. Nah, man, it's it's so much easier than that. It's because we got the guns. Yeah. <laughs> why did why did Switzerland get uh, attacked, invaded during World War? II? <clears throat> that's one of those things, and not you know. That's why you never trust never trust a politician that wants to take your fucking guns, ever. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I am 169% behind you on that one. I, I, I'm right there with you on the defensive side. I'm just waiting for, like, well, like, where's it coming from, though? <laughs> where's what coming from? 
the big dick. <laughs> the big dick. That's yeah, you, all over and fuck us in the ass. Yes, that makes it's, sense. It's probably a combination you of. Don't have a in the matter. It's fucking it's, you. <laughs> it's it's a combination of the United Nations, uh, probably China, probably Russia, because I I've never seen any evidence that they weren't working together. Um, They're both communists. For for you, Monty, for you, I, I recommend that you destroy us from Facebook, by the way. <laughs> and the, and none of us are on there. <laughs> oh, I actually I actually deactivated mine. I'm I'm done with it. I, I won't do it anymore. After the uh, uh the social agenda. No, no, it's Man, that movie that movie didn't tell me anything that I didn't already know. I and thought it was the, way too, but I, it the, was a good watch. It was a good watch. The worst part about it is, you know, they have to put a spin on it that, you know, again, it's it's dangerous, um, uh, far right conspiracy theorists that are pushing all this, which isn't the case. Like, I, I just I, I thought that movie was garbage. Um, in a lot of ways, and uh, I, I'm so glad you said that because I thought it was like okay to mediocre. Yeah, it's dangerous. I, I think it's a dangerous piece of fucking propaganda. I think uh, I think it is too, man. But we can't protect our stupid people. I mean, that's why we have signs: don't drive 45 <laughs> miles an hour in a residential neighborhood where kids are riding their fucking bicycle. Because at some point, someone was doing that, and they fucking killed the kids. Like it sucks, but we had to have a sign for that. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> and, it, but, and, it, and it like kills me every time. Like we have to have a sign for that. Hey, that's uh, an electrical piece of device that might shock you and burn all the hair off your skin. But we well, do need that sign for certain people in our society because it, it probably it. melts you from the inside out first. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like. I, like I'm sorry, I love a lot of stupid people, but they are stupid for a reason. I'm sorry, and you can't save every one of them. Maybe I'm an asshole for saying that. You can't save all the dumb ones. That's the way I feel about it. That's and that's 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 what the new that's what the NWO wants to take out. It's all the stupid people. But guess what? To them, we're all the idiots. We're all the people writhing around in our own filth with our, you know, mediocre pay stubs and our. Um, Can we have to say behind the scenes that's the biggest of them all? What's that? Can we at least say behind the scenes that's the biggest pick of them all? No, <laughs> we want to be all inclusive. But to go back to <laughs> we got small to, uh, no matter what. <laughs> to go back to what you were asking earlier about what the end game is or what it could be, you should start looking into transhumanism. Are you telling me I have to cut my nuts off and grow a vagina? What do you mean? No, no, transhumanism, it's it's when you start merging the technology into the person and you really start to bleed the lines of, like, you know, what's real and what's digital. Um, I'm trying, I, I, there's a movie right on the top of my head that makes me think of something. Um, it's It's kind of like... I mean, it's such a low-hanging piece of fruit to pull. 
But it is kind of like uh, the Matrix where, you know, maybe we're not all in pods, but everything is like you got one piece of identity, uh, you know, and everybody has that same piece of identity. There's no more war because no one has any differing opinions anymore. There's That's no more conflict. conflict. Well, again, you got to look into transhumanism. I, I'm... I swear by this, man. I mean, that's crazy, though, man. You're trying to tell me if I cut my dick off and I grow some tits, I'm going to be, like, agreeable. <laughs> no, you're... <laughs> God damn it. That's... You're, you're, just, you're just stopping at the trans part. No, that's not, that's not what it's about, period. Transhumanism is merging the human experience with the digital experience, making them one and the same. And... Yeah, you know, if you if your phone, if your Facebook app on your on your phone can program you, then why couldn't some VR tech in whether it be like Google Glasses or con- smart contacts or you know, these chips like why couldn't they just program you there? Like they want to get <laughs> I know where you're going to take this. They want to get inside of your body. They want to bring that digital into the person. So you're saying that digitally speaking, your pussy is better than mine. God damn it. You're going to get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, I hope you had a good laugh. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, give it a search, you know, tell me, uh, maybe we can use it as a soft topic for next I week. I am only going to find jokes, but I, I will text it. I will text it just because you slightly at. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, I, I, I fucking ride and die. That that's one of the cyber pussy Monty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I ride and die that that is one of the end games. Um, because as it stands now, like you can't control somebody that doesn't want to be controlled. I.e., you know, I mean, look at the. If, even if they wanted to be controlled, when could you control them besides slavery? Well, I, I, is trans, transhumanism <laughs> a form of slavery? I I would think so. I, just, I, I literally just brought it up to be a dick. There's, there's no answer to that. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. No one wants to live like that. Ah. Uh, we buy the new iteration of iPhones every year. I mean, if you want to say we're programmed, that's another thing. Slavery is another thing, brother. <laughs> well, slavery, slavery is like saying, like, um, I enslaved you and Mike to do this podcast. And then another white person goes, well, I didn't make them do that. They, you know what I mean? <laughs> they could have walked away at any point. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see where I'm going with it? Like, it removes options. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious, too, at the same time. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not uh, about that, anyways. We, we all know what's right or wrong. You know? Mike, Mike has the prettiest beard. Adrian has the prettiest clean fast. And, or I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to say I'm the prettiest one. But, any, but, Despite all that, I love you guys, and I just want everyone to know I'm sorry for arguing on the previous podcast. I love you guys, and that's all I ever wanted. 
<laughs> oh, geez, yeah, whatever. You don't want to apologize for arguing. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a little. I, I, I don't really know what this on my nonsense, man. Like that's bullshit. <laughs> Listen to this. Let's see what this person says. So, what do you think about going from human 1.0 to human 2.0? Um, and what does that mean? Well, going from humans as we now know ourselves to human 2.0 has something to do with transhumanism. If you're not familiar with that term, it's about uh, taking uh, humans as we know ourselves and melding with artificial intelligence, um, kind of like being in the Matrix, if you've ever seen that movie. And that may seem kind of cool hey, to Jean, you. Hey, you've seen this? Uh, we might have some super <laughs> I have not. I have not. Be, uh, be able to I wasn't aware of them. Um, and it happens, uh, maybe have some physical abilities that would be almost superhuman-like. That's the idea. That's what you see in sci-fi movies. And for myself, thinking about this topic, well, I have some time. I think that's many years in the future. However, this, this question, this right. idea is now right in this moment. We need to make a decision. And I found out that we need to make a, mis- a decision about this because I investigated the proposed COVID-19 vaccine and this is my alarm call to the world. Um, I looked at the pros and cons and it frightens me. And I want you to know about this. You need to be very well informed because this new vaccine is not like your normal flu vaccine. Ah, yes. And this is, uh, this is, this is something I got off of, uh, band out video, info wars, you know, thing, Dr. Kerry Medej. But, you know, this is, I, I have not, I, I, I want to kind of cut it off because I haven't um, watched this yet, but it was yeah, a yeah, thing just yeah. throw out there with transhumanism to give you a little idea. And I'm glad she did give that little brief uh, kind of uh, synopsis, I guess, or you would say of what it could be. I mean, if you want to say you brought, you know what? I, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. I was going to say something really offensive, but I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do it. I need to stop doing that. Anyway, uh, I love you guys. Uh, I love everyone. <laughs> I don't hate anybody, but I don't love everyone. I, I, I certainly do, man. It, it's very easy for me to because when I don't love you, well, all of a sudden you can't find me. And that's a very convenient problem for me to have because if I don't like somebody I don't like being around them they are not asking for very long where Monty went I am gone (laughs) well it's kind of interesting that we've taken this side tangent but speaking for me personally this is the first time and slash the longest chunk of time that I've been the most frustrated with people that I'm very close i shouldn't say very close with but people that i have very strong feelings for you know people that i that i generally care about not generally genuinely care about and i i just i've been pushed into this position where i'm not talking to the person anymore i'm talking to the programming i'm 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 seeing inside of their subconscious on facebook and there is no more opinions of their own. They've all been transplanted out and oh, replaced. That's, that's, that's definitely not true. 
stuff like you that. Think, you think it's not true? I know it's not true. Coming to Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I, I'll introduce you to like 10 people who have proved you otherwise. Like, you'll be like, uh, uh, well, what Facebook is creating this person I like? <laughs> but I, I'm saying like the, the, these are people that I've, you know, done crazy shit with on tour and like been through the fucking ringer and a half and like I mean literally you just admitted it there they're living the same lifestyle as you right yeah I'm talking about my friends I'm talking about the people that I know yeah I mean I'm I'm sorry I wasn't trying to excuse you I'm not doing that I'm just just saying like I mean why they're obviously on the same algorithm or their own to be honest and actually I I got a uh, it's a post it was one of the last posts I took a picture of before I deacted Facebook. Um, I'm not going to say who it comes from, but they posted a picture that says, in the 60s, the KGB did some fascinating psychological experiments. They learned that if you bombard human subjects with fear messages nonstop, in two months or less, most of the subjects are completely brainwashed to believe this false message. To the point that no amount of clear information they are shown to the contrary can change their mind. Mm. And and this is the type of person that will sit there and post Trump bashing articles nonstop all day. You know, they, they're the type of person that will sit there and post the means that trash people for questioning wearing the mask. So, you I mean, know, started, though, man. Like, you don't take them serious. I, I did. <laughs> Again, you know, this is a sort of ride and die situation. This is someone that I know, like, I know they're intelligent. I know that they're a, a strong ass uh, stagehand. But you know, but... intelligent people are stupid, right? I know intelligent people that can't drive. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just as smart as you and Mike, and they can't drive a fucking car to save their life. Are they retarded for everything? No, they're just stupid on things and this and that and that nature. That's my opinion on it. Not everyone's a fucking brilliant person on every subject, though, especially politics. I think I think the the argument is that <clears throat> it's the it's the mind control. Uh, of a constant bombardment of a specific message of that you know could be lies and everything else that creates a um, it creates a you know a false media you know it's it's a brainwashing technique it's a false narrative is what you're saying yeah well it's it's more than that it's it's like actually just a it's propaganda that's made to be uh, you know meant to brainwash. People and and you know and if you you know say something you know against enough, it. then it yeah. becomes true to people, no, regardless of what it, what the truth really is. Do you say regardless? <laughs> That's the word. No, I, I I love it because so many Georgian people have told me that's not a word. Regardless, no, irregardless is not irregardless. <laughs> irregardless, it, 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 it actually means. Regardless, but there is a context to it. <laughs> Whatever, I'm not a grammar Nazi. I mean, me, me neither. Me neither. It, it's fucking hilarious to me too, because when I looked up, it pissed me off when people told me here in Georgia that that's not a real word. 
and then it would go look it up and I'm like, oh my god, I had to find a fucking blue I had to find a blue Nazi word Nazi motherfucker that told me it actually is a word. <laughs> and, that, and that really pissed me off. I was like, I have to use a blue like motherfucker who I probably would hate to hang out with as an example. But it actually is a real fucking word. <laughs> and I think that even speaks like as tangity as it is, as as ta- as tangity as it is, it it really speaks to the fact that the moment you step out of line and try and say like, hey, maybe this isn't actually the case. Maybe you're just peddling propaganda. Guess what or you are? Regardless. <laughs> Irregardlessly, you're still a fucking Nazi. Like right. you are a white supremacist and a Nazi. And that's like, uh, you know, you know I, what we asked you about it. You might. They were both white people who told me that. <laughs> well, I think that just goes to show and, who the real, and, who and the real fucking Nazis here's, are. Here's the double thing that fucked me up about them too. Neither one of them had a southern accent too. It was like the most retarded racist shit I ever felt in my life. And I was like, why are you grammar Nazing me? Why? What does it matter? Uh, like, it, 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 like Mike, I'm talking to you. If you understand what I'm saying, does it fucking matter? Uh, you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, who cares? <laughs> right. Why are these? There's certain like white people who care about what I say. <laughs> I try my best to speak as eloquently and as as proper English as I can and I fail miserably at it all the time but um, I don't think there's a coincidence that you and I gravitate to each other and started a podcast either like there's a reason for it I agree it's kind of crazy to me though like why the fuck are these people obsessed with the words that come out of my tongue Well, again, like that, that ties right into 1984, because if you control the words, you can control the thoughts. And if you control the thoughts, you got the person in the bag. I just just really want to tell them, like, get married, get engaged, get laid, get fucked. Whatever. Be like my friend Mike and Adrian. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> emphasis, emphasis on the get fucked part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's all I hear when people try to do that shit. I'm just like, you're divorced, aren't you? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be shitty. Like, I mean, that was random. Anyways, I love you guys. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Well, uh, I actually I gotta turn around and get up at six a.m. and fight communism tomorrow. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to call it for tonight. <laughs> I I gotta go to work. <laughs> fucking capitalist scum! <laughs> I know I should just hang from the fucking tree like all those other fucking shitheads. Uh, sorry, yeah. that's that's a little too personal. I don't want to get that info out. We are the dead. Say, like, chill out with that, Adrian. <laughs> but uh, you already got it. So good. We are the dead. I did tell them one point. Uh, I was like, "Well, when you guys got me up against the fucking wall, at least give me a cigarette or something." Like, because <laughs> um, I, I mean, it, it, I get it. I get it. In my, in my opinion, like you know, my contemporaries are for 
firing squads. Like that's what they want to see, and and they're important to you, man. They're important to you. Uh, not those fuckers. Uh, it, it, it's scary because that's the youth, and the youth is it has been you know this youth movement has been some of the most deadly movements in the course of history, from the Bolsheviks to Mao Mao Zedong. Uh, and uh, you know the Khmer Rouge and others. You know these were but, but you guys, that were brainwashed. That's what What's I'm that? here for. No, <laughs> I'm no I, I think it's more so those fucking uh, those idea fucks, Antifa. You know, just an idea. It's just an idea, man. And you know what? It's white. It turns out we had it backwards all along. It's really white supremacists that have been doing the writing. Especially in Portland. Ugh. <laughs> Honestly, Mike, that's the funny thing I heard you say all night. That, that, that's hilarious. I actually love it, though. Seriously, though, like, you have a strong point. Yeah. The motherfuckers are very, very ignorant. I, I'm fully of the mindset that Antifa is the biggest white supremacist group I have ever witnessed. I'll fucking die on those words. I, I am on... The second biggest words that Antifa is the second biggest group that I don't give a fuck about. Look at how many treats. My podcaster, Adrian, uh, feels like they're the most dangerous thing in this country. I do not agree with them. I think it's many other groups uh, besides them. I don't believe in a group that says they're an idea. It's stupid to me. For instance, you guys, uh, here's another idea. Slavery. It's not really a thing. It's like Antifa. It's just an idea. But that's what communism's idea is. It's slavery for us all, ultimately. Exactly, Mike. And that's what they represent, man. That's what their idea is slavery. You know? Mike, you're trying to recruit three people. We're on the same page. But yeah, the idea of America is not slavery. You know, that's that's what it is. And, you know, never again, better said, actually, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, never again. We're not doing that. Yeah. Well, I know Adrian's got to go. Let's wind it on down. It's been a good night. I think we've had a good conversation. Um, Yeah. yeah. Irregardlessly. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? what? Uh, I'm going to say fuck both of you. But irregardless, if you want to, if you want to tire this episode to make fun of me for that, cool. <laughs> but uh, I'll, leave it up, I'll leave it up to you both. Like, just, just touch each other and decide on what you want to tire the episode. Because I, I, I don't care at this point. But yeah, if you want to go with irregardless, that's fine. Because I think it's hilarious that I live in Georgia and there's so many white people telling me it's not a word. And it's hilarious to me. That actually is one. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I'm it, it really irritates me when you have to like jump out of line and tell someone like, "Hey, that's not a thing. You need to fall in line." And then you find out like that actually is a thing, and you need to progress. <laughs> Jesus, it pisses me off. It really does. But- I don't. I love to love people. I don't want to hate people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign us off. 
because I still gotta actually throw in laundry before I can uh, go to bed. But uh, it's been fun tonight, boys. And I hope to be here Thursday. I'm not sure what the schedule is going to be yet. So. Oh, by the way, Mike. Mike. You. Where you Where you at with the boys right now? You know, I'm talking about Amazon. The boys. I uh, just uh, I'm at the same place I was uh, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched anymore. All right, all right, all right. The, fit, the fishing's turning on, man. It's good. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I'm gonna leave it at that. Anyways, Adrian. I love you. I miss you. Mike, I love you. Miss you more. Peace, man. We're going to rock out to some Van Halen on the way out. <laughs> Do it. Hell yeah. All right. Till next time, y'all.